0: this is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell United States Marine Corps retired welcome back Patriots this is the Gunny and it's Friday yes Friday looking forward to the weekend got a big show for you tonight not a long one But it's a big show, going to bring you some knowledge about education that you may not have known in the past. But there's a lot more good news than there is bad news. But like usual, we got to start off with the bad news. Our kids are being taught to hate America. If you don't believe that, just look at the streets Look in the streets of these major cities. These are kids, high school, college students, kids that are hating America. However, there are organizations that are fighting this, fighting this communists and this Black Lives Matter and this racial discrimination and racial theory critical theory stuff they're fighting it so that's the good news and one of the organization is called parents defending education great organization that i found this week and i think it's amazing that people are standing up in america last but not least i got a twist on this podcast i'm going to call it the non bonehead award okay so we're going to end the podcast It's really not a bonehead award. It's really a non bonehead award. The reason behind it, you got to listen to the end of the podcast to understand why I call it a non bonehead award. But like I always say, you got to lead or you got to follow or you got to get out of the teacher's way so they can teach our students about America.
1: As for the enemies of freedom,
0: then let's just get right into it back to school how kids are being taught to hate america and go to the show notes and you can see the clip so let me tell you about this as our kids head back to school obviously this was back in august september last year their massive protests and riots in America's largest cities, increased anti-American sentiment, and the canceling of some of the most important people from Western history. Amidst all this chaos comes the question, why is this happening? Why do these people in the streets of America hate it so much? Simple, simple answer. No, you don't have to be a rocket scientist. You don't have to open up all these education college books to figure it out. It's a very simple answer. They are taught to hate America. How simply can it get? They are being taught to hate the country That they live in. If you don't believe me, take a good listen to the Heritage Foundation because they can explain it a lot better than the gunny can.
2: From the Heritage Foundation, I'm Doug Blair, and this is a special episode of Heritage Explains. Over the next few months, I'll be speaking with a number of Heritage's experts about a topic on everyone's minds right now, education. As a former educator, I've seen firsthand the way the left has infected the education system and turned schools into indoctrination centers for their radical ideology. As we begin to send our kids back to school virtually or in person, we are witnessing massive protests and riots in America's largest cities increased anti-American sentiment, and the canceling of some of the most important people from Western history. Amidst all this chaos comes the question, why is this happening? Why do these people in the streets hate America so much? The answer
0: is they were taught to hate it. So there you have it. It's not from the gunny, it's from the Heritage Foundation. And if you've never been there and never researched the Heritage Foundation, it's time for you to get off the couch, get on the computer, type in the Heritage Foundation, and go there. One of the greatest organizations in America that is saving this country. It's absolutely amazing how many people have had enough, and they're standing up. This young man brought this lady on, this expert in education, and gives us an even deeper understanding of what's going on. And she brings up three important points. If there's anything that you draw from this podcast today and put in that little peon brain, like the gunny does, my little brain that I have, I inserted what this lady said and it shone the light on education in America and what the problem is. So take a good listen to what she has to say. Thank you for joining me, Katie.
2: Great to be here. First question I would ask is, what exactly is causing our children to fail so badly at basic civics? What specifically are they being taught that makes them hate America?
3: Oh, my goodness. That's the million-dollar question. Um, Well, I think there are two quite distinct things at play here. One is, no, I'd I'd even have to go to three. Okay, one is we simply don't teach civics the way that we used to teach civics. So there's been an assessment that what they call our grandmother's civics is no longer working, and therefore we need something that's more, quote, action-oriented um, but what, what they've in fact learned is that our grandmothers civics were in fact very effective. And so the end result today is a simple decline in civic knowledge. The simple facts, how our government works, people don't know it. Kids don't know it anymore. That's one problem. Then a second problem is you have the raft of anti-American content. So, of course, the most famous one is Howard Zinn's uh, uh, People's History of the United States, which is just, you know, with its Marxist identity politics grounding, is just full of anti-American inaccuracies. Um, And and I would say the New York Times 1619 project follows in that same path. But the third problem, and this is the really, I think this is the really interesting challenge. The third problem is we really don't talk anymore about what it means to be human. You know, what were the ideas? What was the thinking that undergirded the founders' ideas in in creating the republic that they did? You know, in essence, political philosophy—we we, don't—we hardly teach it. I mean, granted, there are a few places that do it and and do it very, very well, um, but it's not something that we commonly teach. And I think this is really the deeper problem. So, fixing all three of these is a is a big project. In
0: 1991, as a U.S. Marine, I had the opportunity to go to college. Not free. But they paid a good chunk of that college. I still had to pay 25%. But I earned it as a Marine. And one of the classes that I had to take was history, college history. And my professor, day one, got up there and I thought he was awesome. He was great. He had all this knowledge and everything. And then he said, our history book is going to be Howard Zinn. People's History of America. I was like, awesome. This is going to be great. This is going to be an awesome class. So I got the book. I went home. I studied the first couple chapters because that was our homework. And I was shocked. Because all they talked about in this history book was how bad America was. And how... Everything happened in this country that was bad. They never talked about anything associated with the great nation that I was supporting. So I had to endure that whole history college class going through that ridiculous history book. And even I, at a a young Marine age, realized this is nothing that I was taught in high school. Nothing compared to what I was taught about America in the elementary schools. In junior high, I had to take federal civics and state civics, Louisiana state civics, and it was talking more about the pride and the accomplishments of this country and not about the minute, very minute situations, which there is in all countries, of how bad it is. So this is what's happening. They have have eliminated the truth about America and substituted their radical ideas to hate America. And every single student Virtually every student that goes to college, not necessarily grade school, not yet, but goes to college, is indoctrinated with the hate of America. It's absolutely sad. Sad's not the word. It's an atrocity to the millions of people that have given their life For the freedom of this country. So how can we correct this? What can we do to make America better? Well, there's organizations like Parents Defending Education. And their website is called defendinged.org. It's in the show notes, but you need to go check it out. They know what they're doing. They're building a grassroots of parents to fight against the education system in America. It's a national grassroots organization working to reclaim our schools from activists imposing harmful agendas. Through network and coalition building, investigating reporting, litigation, legal stuff, And engagement on local, state, and national policy, we are fighting indoctrination in the classroom and promoting the restoration of health, non-political education for our kids. That's how I was raised. Nothing about political. It was the truth about our country. We believe our children's education should be based on scholarship and facts and should nurture them in a development into happy, resilient, free-thinking, educated citizens every democracy needs. Free thinking, not putting in their brain what we want them to think. Let them think, which is what I had the capability going to school. Our classrooms should include rigorous instruction in history, civics, literature, math, science, and the ideas and values that enrich our country. Many, many people throughout the history of our country has created an awesome society to live in. But they refuse to teach that. Yet in recent years, activists have targeted public, private, and charter schools across the country with a campaign to impose toxic new curriculums and to force our kids into decisive identity groups based on race, ethnic, religion, and gender. Many schools have already embraced this campaign and many more are preparing to embrace it. If we don't fight back, and say, this is enough. This is what's going to happen. And this organization is doing that. And I ask you to go to defendinged.org and let them know I'm part of this. Sign the petitions or whatever that the organization wants us to do to be active. And you can learn a lot about how to get off the couch and stop eating the bonbons. I don't care if you have kids in school anymore. My kids are grown. My grandkids are going to school. So I'm fighting for my grandkids. My kids were not taught like they're teaching today. They're in their mid-30s. And they understand what America is. And it's time for us to say enough is enough. So listen to the clip that I'm going to play from DefendingEd.org. And it will tell you exactly what they do.
4: My child's brain is a blank slate with unlimited potential. And I want it to develop in a healthy way, not by force or shame. I want my child to learn how to think, not what to think. But in K-12 schools today, activists are pushing a radical new agenda. Instead of creating educated individuals, they are trying to create activists, turning blank slates into members of racial, ethnic, or gender groups in conflict with each other but it doesn't have to be like this. And Parents Defending Education can help. We are a national, nonpartisan organization mobilizing parents to stop the politicizing of our children's education. We empower parents with the knowledge, tools, and support they need to fight back. We publish Know Your Rights Guides, so you know when schools and teachers are crossing the line. We help you get organized on message and engage with local officials so your voice is heard. We expose wrongdoing and extremism by investigating and shining a media spotlight on political indoctrination in your school. We help you file civil rights complaints and when necessary, we'll take schools to court, become a member and gain access to workshops, microgrants, webinars, events, and more. Our schools should encourage our kids' development into happy, resilient, free-thinking citizens not members of identity groups indoctrinated in anger and resentment. Visit DefendingEd.org and join us in this urgent fight.
0: I couldn't agree with them more. Give our kids the ability for free thinking. Give them the knowledge. Bad, good, indifferent, whatever. Give them the knowledge of everything. Let them do the free thinking to be the people and the humans that God created them to be. And when we don't do that, this is the society that we have to live in. We have a choice. Yes, you have a choice. You cannot do anything and expect others to save the country. Or you can become part Of those organizations, those organizations that are going to act and help them through monetary fund, being members or whatever, to help us fight this fight. The more people that get on their side and the less on the other side equals a win, equals getting America back to the greatest country. In the history of the world. Last but not least. The non bonehead award. I'm going to explain that. After you listen to. The clip that I have. Now the clip that I have. What I did is I took the first part of it. So you can understand what's going on. And then they start talking about. The top 10 countries. With the best education system. So I'm going to go through. Those numbers first. And leave out. Number one, so you can listen to the clip and understand why number one in the world education system exists. Number 10 is Hong Kong. Number nine is Sweden. Number eight is Israel. Number seven, which I disagree with, but it's United Kingdom. Number six is Norway. Number five, again, questionable, but however, Russia. Number four, Denmark. Number three, South Korea. Number two is Japan. What does all of these countries have in common? They have pride in their country. That's why the education system is so good. I remember going to school and people used to rush into America to go to the education system in America. No longer the case. They're going to these countries and their colleges and getting the civics from them because that's the country pride that they have. All of these countries are not infiltrated with these massive people coming across whatever borders. They believe in nationalism in their country, and they want to live with like-minded, free-thinking people. And that's why they're on the top 10 list of the education system. America has lost that. Yes, people still come here. Not saying they don't from other countries, but I guarantee a lot of them don't come from these countries. Because they understand that the pride that they have in their country and what their country is providing them as education is a lot better than America. So take a listen to this clip, what I call the Non-Bonehead Award.
1: Education helps an individual to grab basic understanding about civilization and their role as a civilian. But as the geographical region differ, the education system in different countries differs. Therefore, in this video, we will get a brief glimpse of 10 such different education systems of the present world and their ranking through a yearly poll. Note. The list is prepared by considering some factors like developed education system for the public, quality of basic and higher education and rate of students attending university. Top first. 1. Finland. The title is yet to be official. However, according to a survey made recently, Finland has the world best education system. The country has been in the limelight since the year 2000 and successfully made into the year 2018. In fact, when five new parameters were added in the year 2017 for the categorization of best education systems worldwide, Finland managed to perform well and gave strong competition to South Korea and Japan. The country ranked higher on indicators, like Teachers to student ratio Number of passing students in primary schools number of passing students in secondary schools so
0: you can see why finland is number one because the students are actually passing they're not being pushed through the school they're getting the education they're doing the curricula and they're passing in the schools and becoming citizens of finland yes not citizens of wherever they're not coming into finland getting their education and going back to, you know, Saudi Arabia or whatever. So I have personally been in two of the top three countries, South Korea and Japan. And I guarantee you I know why they're on the top of the education system. Because of community and family. Honor, respect for each other. That's the education system. They teach family and respect for their country first. America first. Remember Donald Trump. This is exactly what he's talking about. Let's come back to being a country first. Take care of us. Get us back in line. The Japanese people are amazing as it relates to honor for each other. And I've seen it firsthand. Now, I don't specifically like their culture, you know, sitting on the floor eating, you know, but that's what they do. But I do know that these people love each other. They're ingrained in a the community. They support each other always in education, in community, in social events, everything. There's no disparity, virtually no disparity in Japan about individuals. But guess what? A large, very large portion of that uh, that country is Japanese. We're facing a national crisis in America we've never faced before. We've had diversity, but now we're getting people from all over the world that are coming into America, and they do not want to disseminate and become part of America. And that's the biggest issue that we're facing. So what does the left do to get power in the country? Is they diversify us. They put us in groups. There is no group in Japan. You're either a Japanese national in the community, or you're not. It's that simple. So let's go back to are you an American or not? If you're not, get the hell out of our country. It's it's really that simple. Our education system has to stop in the tracks period of separating our citizens and make everyone equal again and not use political force, which the BLM and this critical race theory does. If you're a white person, they're going to target you just because of the color of your skin that you're a racist. That is insanity. That is causing a country to tear itself apart. Once we tear ourselves apart, the government will tell us and teach us how to think just like they do in China. And then we won't be America anymore. We'll be a tyranny country ruled by elitists. Can't put it any other way. Now, the good news is, like I said, lots of organizations are standing up against what's going on in the teacher organizations within this country that we live in. However, I want to make a quick note. A lot of these countries on the top tens, they don't have teacher unions. They don't need them because the government takes care of the teachers appropriately. They don't need a union. They respect their teachers. And their teachers respect their students and respect their government. And that's why they are successful in graduating students to be great human beings in this world. Stand up, show up, and speak up. This is the Gunny out.